Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tipped Balls podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two rather thick co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, Uncle Sam. Sup? And to my left, it is Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. Hey, hey, how you doing? Oh, stop with the Dago shit. You're not even <laughs> a fucking Dago. Oh, that's You're Emmerich. That's You're a fucking Irish, dude. You're not even Italian. What's this? Stop. What's this Wait, What are you going to show me? Your Italian horn? Nobody yeah. wears that shit anymore. Get out of here. What are you that. talking about? No, and behind Italians wear it. the computer, it is the boy wonder, Behull. Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbabwe. As you are well aware... There is breaking news all over the place today. Probably the hottest day for NFL news in at least a year, probably longer. We have two absolute top-tier elite quarterbacks making huge decisions today, one of which is solidifying an organization's place for a long time and one of which completely shocked the entire league today. Let's start out with Aaron Rodgers. We have talked a ton about him in our first four episodes, and unfortunately, because I'm not the biggest fan, we are going to be talking about him today. So, Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Green Bay Packers on a four-year, 200, yes, that is right, four-year, $200 million contract, $153 million fully guaranteed, with an average of $50 million per year. He's the first man to do it. Finally hits that $50 million a year average for a quarterback in the NFL. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I think for a 38-year-old quarterback, $50 million a year is a lot. Obviously, that solidifies Green Bay's place as a Super Bowl contender for the foreseeable future, at least, at least the next couple of years. With that said, I want to know what you guys think about this. And also breaking as we're recording this literally right now, just got the notification, the Packers have franchise tagged wide receiver Devontae Adams. So That's part of the deal. One of the most (laughs) dynamic duos in football are staying together as of right now. Absolutely. They either had to sign him or franchise him. They don't have time to sign him. No, not with, no, uh, as we're recording this, there's exactly do. 45 minutes left I, I, until the tag deadline. I, I think the Packers are all in, obviously, because this is it. If they don't win at least two championships in the next four years, it's a bust. I agree. It's I a agree. bust. And their franchise will be... You've mortgaged the future you've mortgaged to make this the entire deal. team. Yeah. yeah. I, on one guy. Absolutely. On basically one guy. Right. Because here's the thing. Are they going to even have any money next year to, to actually sign Adams? He That's might be going to be a big question mark. They're yeah, definitely going to have to. be a cap casualty next year. They're going to have to make some moves to do it's it. Bullshit. Bruce? It's bullshit. Well, we know oh, who's I at the top say. of the it's NFC North now for the next four years. Aaron Rodgers still Why? here. Why? Why? Guy got his money. Hey, listen. He held them hostage. Smart move. I, I'm going to give him credit where credit is due. Yeah, he put smart, that out there that he was ready to bolt. These guys got scared, and they're offering to make him the highest-paid NFL player ever. 
I think all this thing about how Aaron Rodgers needed to do soul searching and think about everything uh, and all that, it's all bullshit. bullshit. He was pulling a that Tom Brady. Yeah, it was beautiful. He it was beautifully exactly orchestrated by him. what he was doing. That's why his girlfriend broke up with them. Well, they're back together now. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was all bullshit. He's like Bruce and that girl who used to work at McDonald's. What was <laughs> oh, her name? God. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, oh. that is monster news. So, Packers <laughs> are coming off of a 13-3 and season and a exit in the divisional round. By the way, shout out to that girl at McDonald's. I don't remember what your name was, but if you broke up with Bruce, you're pretty smart. We were never dating, so. Anyways, the whole thing is this. Aaron Rodgers is all in now. There's, all there's in. There's no going back from this. Right. The Packers coaches are all in. Uh, there's no more the holdouts. There's no more bullshit. As a, yeah. a fucking issue, none of that shit's going to matter. No, it's go fuck it's yourself. It's going to be results yeah. on the field or, or else. Right. I, so yeah. I, they mortgage their future. Yes. God bless them. Here's here's the worst case scenario. Where are you going to get the money to put the pieces around him that they're going to need to win a championship? Absolutely. And I'm going to tell mean, you this right now. The way they went out last year and, and the way their team looks, I don't think they're they're not they're not there. No, they they need to I I, I they need to grow talent. I, I think the Rams are better than them. I, I agreed. I get it. I, I no, I'll say this. The NFC is really weak now. In other news, the biggest move since Brady went to Tampa Bay, Russell Wilson has been traded from Seattle to the Denver Broncos in a gigantic blockbuster mega trade. Denver sends, <clears throat> you ready for this? Drew Locke quarterback, Noah Fant, tight end, Shelby Harris, defensive lineman, two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth to Seattle in exchange for Russell Wilson in a fourth-round pick. I, I'm i going to be honest with you. I think this is the most even trade to help both teams that I've seen. Well, Seattle needs a lot of help everywhere. I, I that, but here, They're rebuilding, here, which is why I agree with you. Here's the thing. I agree with They're you. They're getting a top-tier young tight end. And Shelby Harris and Shelby is no Harris slouch. Shelby Harris is a very good defensive tackle. Yes. And that's where they're weak right. at tackle. And I think he will upgrade their team immediately. And if they believe a little bit in Drew Locke and give him a year to see what he's about, because obviously now this means the Seahawks are pretty much in a full rebuild. Yes. Yes. I, I agree much. with that. Yeah. yeah. They're in full rebuild. So if and, you give and Drew Locke. say this about, about the Seahawks. I, I like the Seattle Seahawks, but how dysfunctional does their organization have to be? Oh, here we go. We're gonna run. We're gonna run Pete Carroll <laughs> I, through I'm the shredder saying, again. I, here, I'm not calling him what I'm what scumbag. I'm Fucking but how, scumbag. How dysfunctional is their organization to let a guy like Russell Wilson go? It's not only. I don't think not it's only dysfunctional because huh? hold on. I think you're completely off. I think they realized what they had in Russell Wilson and the value they could still get for him. He I, was hurt I, I this year. I agree with that. He was hurt this year, and Pete Carroll and whoever else is running that organization knows they're not going to contend for a Super Bowl with what they got. Even with Russell Wilson, they need a lot of pieces to get back to the whole Legion of Boom, yeah, well-rounded Marshawn Lynch teams that they had. Their defense is atrocious. Correct. And I think getting rid of Russell Wilson – 
bringing in a couple good, young, talented guys, getting massive dra- draft capital, two firsts and two seconds, plus what they already had, and yeah. then they can go out and draft some pieces they need at defense, as we know. This draft is well, stacked be defensively. Now, right? Right. Do that. Get some new faces in there. Get some new cheap pieces in there and see what Drew Locke's about for a and, year and, and go from and there. I'm going to say this. A lot of people think, well, you know, they don't have a quarterback. Geno Smith was Oh, Jesus Christ. Russell Wilson went down. He's not good. They have a young quarterback on their roster right now, Jacob Eason. He's 6'6 and 231. He, and he is not a bad football player. He's a good football player. So this might be his shot. This might be his shot, either him or Drew Locke, probably to win the starting job there. Neither of them are going to start. Most Possibly. likely. If I had to make a bold prediction here. I think a hot take. They're drafting it. Malik. Hot, yep. call it. A, a hot, hot take. take. Sound the alarm. About to say. They're going to take Malik Willis with that eighth pick from Denver. Yep. They're going to start him. They're not going to have to pay stupid money for a quarterback for the next few years, and they can build a team around him and keep your fingers crossed it pays off. If he needs time, Drew Locke has just a touch of experience to go out there and play some games to get them through the the shit hurricane that's going to ensue this. I don't. Nobody knows. He's not start. Whoever Jacob Eason is is probably going to be out of a job. Let's be realistic here. Possible. Okay. So this leaves the AFC West. Absolutely loaded. At least the AFC loaded regardless. So you have you got five top tier quarterbacks in the AFC. Russell Wilson in Denver, Mahomes in Kansas City, Herbert in LA, and Derek Carr, who I'm not a huge fan of. I know you're a big Derek Carr guy. I, I think Derek in Carr, Vegas. Listen to me. A team could win with Derek Carr. Not in that division. A team could win with listen to me. They had some dysfunctionality with the coaching and the, all that bullshit last year. They can put that shit behind them. Derek Carr is a serviceable guy. Yes, but you got to figure somebody's got to come in last in that division. And if if Vegas You're a is Detroit playing, Lions fan. Yeah, no, I'd rather have I'm not, Derek Carr or Jared. Goff. Derek Carr. Thank without you. thinking twice. Thank you. Oh my but, god. St- but here's the thing I you have love to remember: Derek Carr or Jared Goff. If you put Derek Carr, if you put Derek Carr in a division with Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and uh, Justin Fields, yeah, I'm good like with that. that. I Putting like Derek Carr in a division with Mahomes, Wilson, and Herbert. I don't like that. He's good. Out of those six games, he's probably going to lose four or five. Well, look at it this way. Name another division beside that division who has three teams that could go to a Super Bowl. Well, it was it was realistically the NFC West, and that's no longer it. Yeah. I mean, now you don't know what the quarterback situation is in Frisco. There is right. no quarterback in Seattle, and – Bruce, you said something about Kyler Murray while we were talking earlier. What happened with him? I guess he put his Cardinals pictures back on oh, his Instagram. Shit. Well, but see, so now, that solidifies him staying in Carolina. If he's staying in Arizona, yeah, that Arizona. division is essentially Stafford and Kyler Murray now. Listen, if he wanted to, if he wanted to be traded or let go out of there already, they need to kick him in the nuts and send him on his way. It's all bullshit. That's what I it's would all do. clout. That's all they're doing. Is they're trying to get bullshit, people dude. talking about well, them, and they, then see, boom. They, here's the thing. Did, is what Aaron Rodgers just did going to become a fucking trend in the NFL? And this is why I hate the NFL. They allow stupid shit like that to happen. What happened to honoring your contract? What happened to that? 
It's gone. What happened to that? It's, it's gone. gone. I talked about that a little bit these last guys, week. These guys are fucking millionaires playing a game. This is what turns people off of the NFL. I, I don't know about the, the, the layman, but me as a true football fan, I hate hearing about shit like this. The Kyler Murray thing. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. I, it might be stupid, but I really do think it in the offseason, well, it, really, it really brings people around that, to thinking this what's whole, going on, you know? The precedent that ruined this whole thing with, with this shit, with these quarterbacks, I'm going to tell you right now, Pat Mahomes having a great second year that he did, first year he sat on the bench. His second year with all the success they had, and all of a sudden Kansas City's like, you know what, we're locking you in right now. That's the biggest mistake teams make. The Cowboys did it with Dak Prescott, who's an absolute shit show. That team is a shit show. And and every time one of these guys have a good year, everybody jumps on their bandwagon and it's like, oh my God, they're the next, they're the next uh Tom Brady. Guess what? That shit comes around once every 10 years, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Because it's not going to happen. Pat Mahomes already took his step back. He might even take a few more before it's all said and done. Well, the Lions did it with Stafford when he got all that well, money, yeah, too. You know what? The Matt, the Matt Stafford thing. Matt Stafford got lucky that the Detroit Lions were inept enough to send him someplace where he wanted to go. They should have sent him to Carolina. Well, I'm just saying with the, where he with the been, whole thing of jumping he, he on the guy. He would have been on the outside looking in. And we would have had all the draft picks and Teddy Bridgewater. By the way, I'd take Teddy Bridgewater over Jerichoff. Debatable. So after those two gigantic moves, some lesser news here. Uh, Tampa Bay has franchised starting wide receiver Chris Godwin. Uh, Smartest thing they could do. Great move yeah. for them. Yeah. If you can't lock him up to a you, long-term you, deal, you, you need to hold to on to him. Team without Chris Godwin. Absolutely. And I, and I don't care what anybody says. Without Godwin, they were not going to win anything. No. They weren't. He he's their most consistent receiver on that team, by far. Far and away, far and away. I agree with that. Maybe not the best receiver, but the most consistent. Agree. And uh, every team has. If they can lock him up long term, that'll be beautiful. Now all they need is a quarterback, right? And that'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. They maybe they move up in the draft. Uh, I've heard news about Garoppolo possibly being traded there at some point if the 49ers are going to go all in on Trey Lance. Well, I, I mean. I'm still not taking Brady off the table. I, 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 Well, I mean, if he retired, he retired. He's done. He's done. Did he sign? It's going to take a lot to bring him back. Did he sign the papers? Well, it's not even that. It's going to take a lot to bring well, him back. It's it's going to take a lot of dead presidents to get Tom Brady to play I don't know if it's about again. dead well, he's presidents. He's taking pay cuts. There's right? a lot oh, of no, news swirling think, around you know about. What? Brady took the biggest pay cuts in history for decades. Decades. Why would he risk his health, number one, to continue to do this? It's an ego thing. These guys get in there, and they want they want it all. He's already got it all. Well, guess what? He's not going to come back to Tampa Bay because I no, believe I, all those I things think, about uh, him and Arians not getting along. Yeah, he's along had enough it. of Bruce Arians' antics. Yeah. Nothing against Bruce Arians. I think he's a good football coach, but uh, I think his mouth gets him in trouble a lot. He He, he – Probably should tone it down a little bit when it comes to his Hall of Fame quarterback. You gotta make your team go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I, I mean that's it's Brady, dude. He yeah. had enough of Belichick. 
They can say all they want to say with that deal. You all know he left because of Belichick. Belichick wanted him gone anyway. Wanted him gone years before. Robert Kraft. I think Brady now, wanted to prove. By the way, newly didn't newly engaged Robert Kraft. Yeah, shout out to Robert all, Kraft. All, all together, shout out to him. He's in South Florida, living it up. Congratulations! And every time he's in South Florida, he lives it up. Uh, I, I think you know the FBI I mean, and everybody knows here. that. But <laughs> it is what it is. You know what? He's a good guy. One one of the best owners in the league. I, I I'd be hard pressed to say opinion. there's a better guy than him. That supports his team in every way they that he can, you know. Some of these other guys could take a, a little, you know, take a watch him, watch the way this guy runs his team. You want this everybody else how, to watch this is him. How you do make a winner. Yeah, he's very relaxed. Let's just say that. Next up, Chargers have closed a deal with wide receiver Mike Williams, three years, sixty million, average of twenty million a year. This. Interests I me. I, I I don't mind it, but Keenan Allen's due nineteen point two million next year. Yeah, your number your number two guys making more. Your number one guy. Yeah. Well, here here's the thing about Mike Williams. He's dynamic. He's dynamic. He makes some incredible catches downfield, and and if you don't have that threat of him downfield with Herbert, who's got an absolute cannon for an arm. Yeah. Without him, that offense doesn't go. Got to have him. Keenan Allen might not like it. He might not even be there next year. I know he's oh, no, on yeah. the contract. But and depending what? on what happens, yeah, exactly. they, you could end up being a cap casualty come next year, too. He's yeah. due $22 million next yes, year. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, Dalton Schultz, tight end, was tagged by the Cowboys. Tight end Mike Gesicki was tagged by Miami. Well, how come all these tight ends are getting franchised? Did you notice, notice that? It's all tight ends. What the hell? I mean... Tight end's a very important position yeah. now. Those two yeah. guys are good young yeah. talent. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. No, I don't I don't either, but I'm, I'm just saying, instead of paying this guy the top three salary, a top three salary, why don't you just sign him? No bullshit. Should be used on, on, on your offensive and defensive lines. I think if you're going to do that, you do that where, where you need it. Well, as far as that's concerned, uh, there have been some offensive linemen tagged. The Chiefs tagged offensive tackle Orlando Brown, and the Jaguars Robinson, have Robinson. tagged, yes, the Jaguars have tagged offensive lineman Cam Robinson. Um, That's a smart move. Absolutely. That's a smart move. You got to protect You got to protect Trevor protect Lawrence. Lawrence. kid, man. Even though I, I believe they're going to go. Uh, even though, uh, even though I they're probably going to take Evan Neal, yeah. He's going to go number one overall. You got to have somebody on that other side. And this is where <clears throat> the Evan Neal pick going first overall to me makes sense you re-sign that your your tackle one of your tackles already Evan Neal can play either side you plug him in he's there for the next 10 years you can't go wrong with a move yeah. like that at one I, I agree if you know they got their franchise quarterback last year and their top tier running back last year you got to protect these guys if you can't yeah. get any kind of protection it's a waste of a pick Got to see what, Tre uh, what Trevor Lawrence is worth, you know. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is worth he's pretty much worth. We know he's worth it, but we yeah. haven't really, you know, Trevor had a Lawrence shitty is a good year. Quarterback. I want to see him fucking 
go off, dude. I want to see them winning. Well, yeah, I think with well, uh, you can't run for your life, and and you know what? They had a lot of injuries last year, and people are are talking about that. Their top pick was a running back, Trevor Eaton. behind. Yeah, yeah, Tra- Travis Atien. Yeah, he hasn't even Travis played Eaton. yet, dude. This guy might be the next Derrick Henry. We don't know. We don't know. Well, I think if they continue to bolster that offensive line, we'll we'll they see what to. Trevor Lawrence they, they is about. They have to do an inside. And if they have a coach who's more concerned with what's going on in the football Jesus field, he's not in his pants. So, oh my God, I, I I did not realize that Urban Meyer was just such a shit show. scumbag. I, I, Urban Meyer's the chief scumbag. He must have went to the too. Pete Carroll school of scumbags, right? Because I can't stand either one of them guys. You know, Urban Meyer hasn't been a good coach since he was at Florida. Yeah. Well, no, he had some successful years at Ohio State. Of course he did because they – Oh, because he inherited Jim Trussell's team? No, just because – you know what? Ohio State recruits really well. It doesn't matter who the coach is. Right. They recruit very well. And and some of your best players – there's three states in the United States that are football factories. Ohio, Florida, and Texas. Those three states – Georgia, all all, that, all in southern states. I, I'm telling you, no. you look they, they at take Alabama's football to a whole another level. Probably eighty percent of them are from Florida. That's true. That's how ridiculous it is. In some defensive tag news, Cincinnati tag safety Jesse Bates in a move that I think was the best they could have love done. Love that. I love Jesse Bates. Absolutely, Great that was guy. a very solid move on their part. In a wild twist of events, the Titans did not and will not place the tag. On outside linebacker Harold Landry. That surprises me. That surprises me too, because he was Here, pretty here's fucking the thing about dominant Landry, last year. He blew it up last year because he's in a contract. Because he's in a contract year. That's why he had the production he had. Go back several years uh, before that, when he he wasn't doing anything. Well, his numbers were horrible. But he had a good year last year. This past year. Absolutely, yes. yeah. How well, long has he been in the contract league? contract year. That's true. So who you knows? You know how them guys in contract years are. How long has he Those been Those guys the absolutely blow it up. Uh, this was his fourth year, so he, he came out a little bit slow, but yeah. showed out this year, and he's gonna. I think he'll be a really serviceable player for somebody. Well, here, here's, here's the problem. I mean, they decided not to do that. He's obviously, is he a restricted free agent? Unrestricted? Unrest- yeah, I'm sure he's unrestricted. So well, there you go. He's going to end up somewhere. This is uh, what I uh, attention, Detroit Lions. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Take Jordan Davis at number two overall. And sign Harold Landry. And sign Harold Landry. <laughs> you don't have to worry about the pass rusher. Forget about Hutchinson. Forget about, forget about Thibodeau. Take the massive man in the middle that will clog <laughs> your D. Hey, he'll stop the run game. The Detroit Lions were worst against the run. You gotta, you gotta stop the bleeding. Take the monster in the middle. Ah, before I forget, special shout out to the tugboat. It's a big weekend this weekend. Our little boy is turning 22 years old. Deuce, deuce. So, claps all around for the tugboat. Just another Make day closer years. to dad. What was that? Just another day closer to death. Yeah. Well. Happy birthday, Bruce. From Take a whole bottle of 1942 to the face like Stafford. Oh, cute. Cute. <laughs> I guess we're paying you too much if you're drinking 42. Breaking right now. The Panthers are seeking out possible trade suitors for running back Christian McCaffrey. 
with the number one projected landing spot being Buffalo. Uh, if Buffalo gets McCaffrey, that's that missing piece that they've needed at running back, and that's my new favorite Super Bowl contender, hands that down. That changes the entire team yeah. completely. All Buffalo's missing is a run game, and he's the missing piece, essentially. Uh, so we're going to monitor that extremely close. Not really too much out on it, just a rumor at the moment. But watch out for a possible McCaffrey move. And the Detroit Lions did something today. Resigned Reynolds. Wide receiver Josh Reynolds has signed with the Lions. Two years, $12 million, average of obviously $6 million a year. Bruce, what do you think of that? I'm not the biggest fan of the guy, to be honest. Just because he makes that connection with golf, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But... He finished off the year really strong last year. Down the stretch, he was a very productive receiver for them, uh, along with St. Brown. So I think it's good to keep some young talent here. He might be slightly overpaid, but Slight. shit. With the way things are going now. I'll take Amari Cooper over him. Well, who knows? That that could still end up happening. I, <laughs> don't, I don't think just because they signed Josh Reynolds, Amari Cooper won't be here. But with the way things are going now, shit, I don't know if anybody's overpaid. Uh, real quick here before we move on to our next segment. Tweet from Aaron Rodgers within the last 10 minutes. Hey, everyone, just wanted to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, as are the supposed terms of said contract. I signed. I'm very excited to be back. Year 18. So what does that mean? No idea. Everybody who know who Either usually you signed knows, a contract or you didn't. What right. the hell is I think the, how long the contract? No, is I think it's going to be about the amount because if the you amount. Pat McAfee tweeted earlier that the numbers that were being reported were false, even okay. though Rappaport, Schefter, Field Yates, everybody came out and said that was it. But we're going to have to look more into that and keep you guys updated Schefter's as stuff been comes really out. Fucking shit. Listen, he must be smoking some shit just like Bruce. Because this high ass better fucking either he signed it or he didn't. He signed a fucking contract. Now honor your contract, you idiot. Well, he signed it, but he's saying that the numbers reported in the contract were false. So maybe they are. Maybe they are. You know, everybody clouds the numbers up in the beginning. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee he's making fifty million a year. Otherwise, he wouldn't have signed it. He wouldn't have signed a contract. Who knows how many years it's for? But you know what? I I believe he wouldn't have signed a contract. This week, rather than go through our top five positions on the defense, we're going to go through our favorite players for each defensive situation. So that that sounds that sounds fun. That yeah, this will this should be better than listening to us talk about the same guys over and over for an yeah, hour. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, so our our categories are the guy you go to when you need a sack. The ultimate run stopper, the open field tackler, put him on an island or lockdown coverage, and the guy you need when you need to force a turnover. Let's start at the top. You need the sack. You need to, this is the guy you go to when you desperately need to get to the quarterback, rattle him up, throw him down. Bust through that offensive line, clubbing and swimming his way, and knocking the quarterback down. Who Richard is dead? Twenty first century. It Who is, is the guy century. you go? Richard dead. 
Defensive end, 1985, Chicago Bears. Richard Dent. In 2021, I'll rephrase this. In oh. 2022, Sorry. who is the guy you go to when you need the sack? We're going to start off with Bruce. The sack, I mean, you can't go wrong with Aaron Donald. You can't. I mean, the dude's an absolute beast. I mean, he when he needs to get to the quarterback, he does. I, I You know what? I'm going to say this. That is one of the most smart things I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I don't think you're right, but i that's one of the smarter things you've ever said. Really. When he needs you to get to the quarterback, listen, when you, he does. When you need the sack. Exactly. Why wouldn't you go with the sack leader? Who's the sack leader? Well, why wouldn't you go with the guy who leads the league in sacks? Uh, well, he's one of Uncle Sam's favorite no? players. No? Who, T.J. Watt? T.J. Watt. I mean, Watt? he also got Miles Garrett on that list, too. What are you talking about? Right below him. Right below him? Yeah, right below TJ Watt. Below me. Anyway, <laughs> listen, listen to me. It's you got to go with the guy who does who leads the league in the sacks. And it's TJ Watt. I mean, who is better at rushing the passer than this guy in the past two years? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's hard. I mean, I like the Aaron Donald pick. I, I think you're I, I think you're spot on to a sense, but I, I just you gotta go with the guy who's been doing it for the last two years. I mean, the guy's a beast. Well, and Aaron Donald's getting a little bit older as well. So. Yeah, Aaron Donald's great. Aaron Donald's great. He's 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 the reason why they won a Super Bowl. I get it. I get it. But if I if I needed a guy in in a opportune here's here's the thing. I I love TJ Watt. But my you heart always it. goes back to this. If if you need a sack really, really bad, the only thing I can think of is this. Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller, See, that's what I was you thinking need that well. big sack, it just seems like he's the guy that's always there. Nobody flies off that's the That's always there. I, I love T.J. Watt. He led the league in sacks. But for me, if you got to go – and you need that sack. There's one guy that I would want on my team be Vaughn Miller. You want to know something that I just found out earlier this morning and was blown away by? Robert Quinn of the Chicago Bears had 18 and a half sacks this year. Absolutely. And I just thought that was wild. Why? Because you, he came from L.A. to Chicago, correct? He was a Ram before he came to Chicago? Well, Click on him. Oh, Paul. no, 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 no. He went to the he went to the Cowboys. He, he went from the Rams to the Cowboys. He Chicago. He did not make that much of an impact before this year in his career. And he's not a young guy. He's 31 years old. And he had his best he had his career best year. Rod Robert thirty one out of college was one of the best pass rushers in 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 the league coming out of college. Well, for me, I agree with both of you guys. I think T.J. Watt, exceptional pick. Aaron Donald, when you need a sack, right, when he doesn't need My, to stop mine is the Vaughn run. Miller. If you See, need I was that, thinking Vaughn Miller as well. Who's I mean, done it more on the big I just stage don't know than Vaughn Miller? Where well, he's I mean, going to go. Nobody. Nobody. You know? Vaughn Miller's won Super Bowls with getting the sack. I love In Nick In the biggest Bose. games. If you need a sack... And you get that man hyped up enough, Nick Bosa is one of the hardest guys to yeah. think. Nick Bosa is a beast. I mean, I mean Nick Bosa is an absolute animal. Uh, again, him and Miles Garrett, 
easily could be in there, but you know who I'm taking. Big friend of the show, one of our dogs, Vaughn Miller. If you oh. need the sack, you go to Vaughn Miller. I think you gotta have Vaughn. If, I mean, if he's done it year after year after year. As long as he's healthy, he's doing it. But if you go by the numbers, then TJ Watts the guy you go to. When they just when the Denver decided to trade him, he 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 was still dealing with some injuries. Absolutely, he and got they, healthy as oh, Vaughn Miller. At one point, yeah. they kind of gave up on him, and they knew their team wasn't going anywhere especially with the quarterback situation. They've been hard-pressed to find a quarterback in the past since Manning left. They tried. Yeah. They haven't been able to find one. They still haven't been able to find one. That's why I think in free agency this year, you'll see a lot of movement. Outside of the sacks, another very important aspect of the defense is stopping the run. So, I ask, if you need to stop the run... Who's the guy you're going to go to? To stuff the run? Got to be Bobby Wagner. I would go with Bobby Wagner. He's been, been killing it for years. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i going to put, this is quite a hot take, but the guy carried the defense all year long. They had no secondary I mean, Charles Harris, you see his numbers just Who? got Charles Harris of the Detroit Lions. Charles Harris? To stop the run. Charles Harris is an outside linebacker. He's not a he's not a run stuffer. Look at his number. How many tackles did he have this year? 65. How many? 65. 65? His numbers aren't crazy. I'm just... What I, do you that's mean his the, numbers aren't crazy? 65? Dude, half the lead... Half the linebackers in the league had over 100 tackles, dude. I know. I'm saying this is a hot take. I just give a the guy take? very a hot, hot fucking take. It's a hot mess. I'm just saying. There's all these guys you can choose, all right? And my dude put the team. Uh, he was the defense. He was the entire defense last year. So you can't. When your safeties are making more tackles than, the, than your linebackers are. His numbers are going up, and I'm telling you, he's going to have his a numbers ain't year. going up. Yes, they are. Ain't going up from sixty. He'd be lucky to be on a team next year. I'm just saying. For me, if you want to stop the run, I'm thinking of giant, big-bodied defensive tackles. I I agree with that. Those guys I, who I just fill Cameron a hole, Jordan, Bart, fill a hole and fall right into it. Yeah, you got to have the big guys up front to eat up the blocks, so your linebackers can make the tackle. Sam Hubbard. Huh? Sam Hubbard, Cameron Jordan. What are you talking about? I'm saying those are guys. Those are defensive ends. Um, yeah. You're talking about anybody. defensive tackles. No, guys like anybody. Aaron Donald. It's anybody. Anybody. Guys like Aaron run. Donald. I mean, it's hard to argue Aaron Donald. A'shaun, A'shaun Aaron Robinson. Donald and A'shaun Robinson are probably the best run stop tandem. See, I, 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 they Robinson fill so much space up right there that yeah. it's like, how do you. You can't find a hole with those two guys filling them. And then you have the linebacker. You got, core you got there. those two cats in Philadelphia that are comparable. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher and, Cox uh, and uh, shit. Um, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. Hargrave. Yeah, the one they got for those Pittsburgh. Two, they're an absolute. Those two force. there are monsters in the yeah, middle. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a lot of guys that really fill up the middle. For- linebacker wise, I, I mean, outside, I, I don't know how many games Bobby Wagner missed. Last year. He missed one game. He played in 16. See, he's basing it all on linebackers. You can pick anybody all over the field. Dude, you see the numbers? I How do. How many tackles did he have last year? 
How many tackles did he have last year? Bobby Wagner? Yeah. Bobby Wagner. 100 and what? In 16 games, he had 170 total tackles. That's that's a tackling machine right there. Absolutely. The guy had almost 200 tackles. And we're forgetting about (laughs) Frick. What are you, cleaning it up now all of a sudden? I mean, he's got Jordan Brooks there, too. I'm sorry? You got Jordan Brooks up on yeah, that, where, on that where list, Yeah, where's this too. Harris guy you were telling me? Where's Charles he Charles Harris? This guy's tripled his output. What are you talking about? Well, okay, if if you guys want to talk about somebody other than defensive tackles or linebackers. Yeah. Uh, run stopper from the safety position, Minka Fitzpatrick defends yeah, he, the run like a linebacker. Derwin James. Derwin, uh, Derwin James was hurt this year, but. He played. No, he came back. He played. When he was available, yeah. yes. If you're yeah. talking off of total numbers, Minka Fitzpatrick had a linebacker-like year as far as tackles go. Right. That just tells you how shitty the— He had 124 total tackles this year from a safety. Correct. That's and, and and their corner impressive. situation is atrocious over there. That's also true. Joe Hayden's yeah. too old. Yeah. He needs to either retire or move to safety. Right. And he can play next to this cat. You want to talk about guys that just rack up the tackles. Uh, they only played 16 games this year, but Deion Jones and Fred Warner. Well, Deion Jones has been He's doing that at, since he came in the league. I mean, he is year Fred after Warner, year Fred Warner, what's he in his fourth year, year, fifth year? I believe so. I think he's in year four. And, I mean, yeah. just absolutely. He, he was one of the reasons why San Francisco made it as deep into the playoffs as they did. Oh, I agree with that. No. Now, another guy I want to talk about as far as run stop goes, the Buccaneers, seeing them play live, they had – I'm shocked their run defense wasn't better than it was. Between Devin White, Vita Vea being a gigantic body Dominican filling Sue. holes, and, yeah. and Dominican Sue, uh, and you can't forget about Shaq Barrett. Defense Barrett's more of a – he's a passer. More, he doesn't really – But as an offensive line, you got to account for him. You know? True. And if you think about it, the more people that that offensive line has to account for, the more spots there's going to be for there to be that penetration to stop the run. They got one of the best linebackers, period, in football, uh, Levante David. You've always loved Levante David. For 10 years, he's been doing that for a decade. This is nothing new. The guy's an absolute beast. He's around the ball. Constantly, constantly. He's one of those names you know. Is he just doesn't he, get he, to play. He, he's set. He's an strong. outside linebacker, sort of like uh, the Harris cat you're talking about from from Detroit, Detroit. except he's a hundred times better. So that, next, yeah. we're going to talk about if you need the big tackle, right? The open field tackle. Who are you going to when there's a breakaway guy and you need him to get Mike's that Levante open David. field tackle? He's my guy. So after somebody gets through that line, Levante David, yeah. I would say, is one of the best there is. But for me personally, there are two guys that really stick out, and that's Bobby Wagner. And for some reason, it doesn't seem like he gets as much respect. I don't know if it's because he played for plays for the Jets now. But when he was in Baltimore, C.J. Mosley, year after year, racks up 150-plus total tackles and for some reason, you don't really hear that. But much that first about year he went to the Jets, he got hurt. He did, but last and year he played one game, and... 168 total tackles last year. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, 
tossed two sacks in there too. So, uh, he's he's playing in New York. That's the problem. He plays for the Jets. I I mean, until the Jets do something, he's just and start to win. Back, yeah. You know, you're not going to hear from it. It's like Charles Harris for the Lions. Until they start to win, you're not going to hear about him. And you know, Ever. somebody else. I mean, that's kind of how it works. Roquan Smith, 163 total tackles last year. Oh, for the Bears? He's, he's a monster. Dude. 12 tackles for loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah he was up on my list. Sprinkled three sacks this season on the salad. If you need the yeah. tackle, he seems like a pretty damn good guy to go to. And with 12 tackles for loss, he's stuffing the run and getting three sacks. With pennant. Absolutely. For he's a guy racking up that he's many your tackles. quintessential inside linebacker. Yes, and he does it extremely And, and the guys well. that you want for the tackle, nine out of ten of them should be inside. Me, personally, I would take Levante David just because he's the – you don't have any more linebackers that are three-down linebackers. It's mostly situational guys. Guys like Fred Warner is a three-down backer. Guys like uh, – Bobby Wagner, three down back. Absolutely. There's not a lot of those guys exist anymore. No, it's a dying I mean, you breed. Got, you got the new breed coming up, the Patrick Queens, the uh, – um, Devin White. Devin Whites. You got these guys coming up right now. Nick Bolton. Yeah. Nick Bolton will be every down linebacker. You know why? He got the speed of an outside guy, and he closes, and he'll thump you like an inside right. guy. Right, That's That's what you want It's a tackler. Absolutely. As far as tackles go, I have no idea how to say his first name, but Al Kuhn from Atlanta. I think it's – Oh, that guy was a monster. Foresight, Foy, Foyer, Foyer Foyside, Foreskin. I, I don't Alcun. know. Alo Kuhn? Foysay Al Kuhn. I was Alcun. watching – His last name is Al Kuhn. I know that. Al Kuhn. So Fo the O is Foy I don't know. Dude, Whatever it is. I mean, yeah. 2018 sixth-round pick, 200th overall – Led the league in tackles you see where this, this year. Man went to My man went to Yale. He's smart <laughs> as shit. He's he smart as He must have learned how to make the That's tackle it. when he was there. Talk about somebody who knows that playbook from front to back. Went to Yale. 192 total tackles. He was the backbone for Atlanta's defense. Well, Atlanta's defense. Atlanta's team Atlanta's is defense. their defense is atrocious. I mean, so that gave they're, him they're, leverage they're so to bad fly in and out. Huh? So that gave him the leverage to do what he needs to do and fly in and out of, you know. Gave him the leverage. Sense. There ain't much on that team. That's, That's what I'm saying. He was the only thing good. there. Yeah. Exactly. No. It's about will, dude. Their defense Tackling is about will. Exactly. Not a, it's, not about, it's not about physique. It's not about speed. It's not about – it's the will to do it. You have to have the will to do it, to put your head in there, to put your body in there. There's been a lot of guys – I'll, I'll I'll give you a for instance, what was that cat's name that was drafted to the Lions, the one from Florida. Florida. That bust. That that cat from the Florida, the one that the Lions just let go a couple of years ago. What's Jared his name? Davis. Jared Davis. My man took off his shirt. He was scary. He looked like the Incredible Hulk. He did. <laughs> you know. And you put him on the field. He can't tackle for shit. Well, you know why? Because he doesn't know how. He, he, he's got the physique, he's fast, he's this, he's that. He don't have the will. He doesn't have the will. Jack Lambert, Jack Lambert had will. Had his teeth knocked out. He had will. When did Jack Lambert play? In the 70s for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> you can Google that name for all you guys that don't know. Jack Lambert was a middle linebacker. 
Google it. Well, 1970s. We, we're throwing it way back for you today. Uh, it's actually 75 to about 80. I don't know what year he retired. I was going to say we're stepping Oh, uh, He's 70 now, so. <laughs> what year did he retire? Oh, my He was inducted God. to the Hall of Fame in 1995, years before I was even born. Yes. This guy looks like yes, he's been living in a trailer. Look at him, dude. dude. He's 6'4". He didn't weigh shit. He was maybe about 210 pounds. Yeah, he had no teeth. You were right. Yeah. Knocked all his own teeth out. Yeah, he looks, looks like he, he looks like a meth. fucking meth head. Yeah. yeah. My God. It's in the Hall of Fame. He probably That's it. But that's what a middle linebacker is supposed to look like. Like With that. The neck roll. Well, the whole thing is about the High middle linebackers. <laughs> I used to have a neck roll just like that, by the way. With when the crossbar. All state. Yeah. All state. Hey, back, this is the thing. Middle linebackers now aren't like that. Middle linebackers are more like the second income. Like they have to get that tackle if it breaks through the line and they go into coverage way more now than well, they did when you're talking like Jack Lambert, like you're talking about. They used to he was be. a battering ram. He wasn't a coverage guy. Listen, when you had to go up against running backs that were like, uh, it was like this. You got this cat here. He was tackling guys like Derrick Henry about 30 times a game. You had to be a man to play that position. Got to have some 30 big, times big a kahunas, game. Huh? It ain't like nowadays. You imagine trying to tackle... Tackle, you're a middle linebacker. And the way those defenses were set up was most of your defensive line and shit, they were eating up blocks. And you had to make all these tackles. And all they did was run the football. They ran the ball. Back then, they ran the ball 40, 50 times a game. Now they're throwing 40, 50 times a game. It's a whole different ball game, man. Yeah. Whole different ball game. Adds the value. You imagine having a collision with Derrick Henry 30 times a game? No. Yeah, You're also allowed to leave that. your feet back in that Sorry? and lead with your head. So I mean, it was a hard thing to play, dude. Hey, listen, that's when football was a man sport, right there, from seventy-five to eighty. That's when it was a man sport. That was the prime. That was that's the peak. It. <laughs> that's it. Toothless dudes hitting each other. That's it, man. Junior sale. Hockey with football. The last, <laughs> the last true middle linebacker in this league right now is Bobby Wagner. I agree with that 100%. He's the last true middle linebacker in this league right now. There's guys in there that are good well, and whatnot. The game's but evolved. Do- dominant. Linebackers have evolved with it. Watch him play, man. He stuffs the run big time, dude. Still. Absolutely. Not many guys could do it. What's Moving next on. on that list? The guy you go to when you need on an island lockdown coverage. This is a hard one here. This for me. is a hard I, one. I, I don't me. know. I mean, beside. Well, Bruce said it's not a hard one for him, so let's go, go ahead, to him. Bruce. Absolutely, Darius Lay. Oh, my God. Uncle, really? Uncle Sam's going to shed a tear right really? now. Absolutely. You know, we were talking about this earlier, and I said Darius Lay. Did before you? you were, I thought he had a great year, man. Holy shit. I thought he had a great year, dude. <laughs> I really did. did. He did. I, I am totally going to agree with you. That's crazy. I, I, my guy was Darius Lay. You know, opposed to uh, what's his name there and uh, plays out there in the Rams. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Were you going to say Patrick Ramsey again? (laughs) Jalen Ramsey. Outside of him, I think one of the better corners in the league um, is Darius Slay. Absolutely. Still. 
Yeah. And he was good when when he was with the Lions. And I just I didn't know where his career was gonna go. And I and I watched him, his numbers going, and I just thought he really put up a great, great uh year. I, I did not th- I did not see that coming out of him. I've always been a big fan of him though. You know, Jalen Ramsey gets a ton of credit, and I agree. But one guy I love, especially if you need single coverage lockdown, is Jerry Alexander for Green Bay. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a good corner. I mean, he's a great young corner. He's only been in the league four years. Um, I think that he just has an instinct about him that he's he's not as much of a ball hawk as Jalen Ramsey. But in all reality, you don't have to be as much of a ball hawk if they won't even throw the ball to your side of the field. Eh, and I true. think he's really, really good at making a quarterback look the other way when he's on the field. Yeah. I think Xavier Howard's a lot like that, too. He definitely yeah. gets more picks, but you've got to respect whenever you have one of those two guys. Well, I, I think the kid in Dallas, Diggs, the kid in Dallas, he's baited quarterbacks all the, this past season. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, he was did. on he was on a torrid pace, and then it kind of leveled out for him. He was baiting quarterbacks big time. Well, I think that leads us into the next, yeah, the next Nina. question. Who do you go to when you need to force a turnover? Now, there's two ways you can look at this because there's two ways to get a turnover. And I think if you're talking interception wise, yeah, Trayvon Diggs, like yeah. you said, he's the best at baiting that. He sets the hook. He gets you yeah, to throw he, the ball to him. He was getting almost Deion Sanders like baiting guys. I mean, it was it would look like he was like four steps behind, and he's got really good closing speed. Well, you could also get a fumble. True. So more fumbles than uh, what's that dude that punches all the fumbles out? Who's that guy to play for Chicago all those years? Cleo Mack. No, uh, Peanut Tillman. What the fuck are you Peanut talking? Tillman. He hasn't played in DB. years. No, but he used to. He used to. Hey, nobody. Has We're talking about now, time. not Peanut fucking. Oh man, take a little trip down. I didn't know you're, you said you're lane who's the here. guy from Chicago. Peanut heck? Tillman. Remember that name. You can't forget Quandre Diggs either. That goes back to the other. Say that again. Quandre Diggs, Seattle. What about him? Uh, Seattle. Their team is a shit show. Yeah, bud. but. Their defense is atrocious. He's a big playmaker, dude. Whatever. He plays for Pete Carroll. <laughs> I hope he wins nothing. <laughs> He's also a free agent, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so he needs to fucking I'm, I'm glad you brought up Quandre Diggs because I was know. looking. He is a free agent, like Bruce said, and there's a lot of people who think he could reunite with the Lions. Absolutely. I think if I was him, I Nino. zero chance. Bring I, back Nino. The way... Shit ended when they traded him. Did they trade him or cut him? They traded him, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, they yeah. traded him. When they traded well, him, that's because nobody listen, they, saw it They coming. drafted Tracy Walker. They knew they didn't need him anymore, so they sent him well, going. Look where Tracy Walker's going to end up. Where? Walking. You think so? I think See, okay, but. <laughs> you don't think they'll now, resign Tracy Walker? No. Now. Um, I don't. What was it I saw on Instagram? I, I wouldn't sign Tracy Walker either when you're going to so draft a six foot four, 220 pound uh, safety with that first 
you know, at the second overall pick in this draft coming. So Jamal Williams wrote on an Instagram or something that can't wait to get back out on the field. So everyone was like, oh, does he know that the Lions are probably going to get rid of him or does he know something that we don't, you know? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Jamal Williams yeah. was talking about Tracy Walker uh-huh. and how he can't wait to get back on the field next year with him. Oh, maybe they do know something we so don't. So is it that he knows something or he's not aware that? Maybe it's he's not aware of it. Maybe he's clueless. <laughs> I mean, you know? He Listen, a lot of these guys clueless, don't know it's a, a business decision, dude. Brick house, man. Why, why, why are you going to sit there and pay this cat all this money when you could draft a guy and not have to yeah. pay him for the next three years just like they did with him? And that's it. When's he a free agent? Next year, Tracy Walker, or is it this year? This year. This yeah. Year, yeah. These guys got to be careful, these guys that are these free agents. They need to be careful, you know. I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make as much money possible. I agree with it. Totally agree with it. But on that other hand, if you you got to be careful because you could be replaced real easy. The NFL puts 255 players in the league every year. That means there's 255 guys without a job every year. Remember that. Absolutely. So, and and they're harsh, dude. Yeah, the NFL does not give a shit. Well, for me, a guy that we know won't be looking for a job this year, and a guy that I would go to if I needed a turnover is J.C. Jackson, the New England Patriots. He came out so strong this year, eight interceptions. Yeah. Uh, he That's had a what? forced he fumble a on top casualty. of it. I mean, I heard that too. Yeah. But how do you take a guy like that? I know they did it with Gilmore, but how do you take a young guy like that who has so much? If Bilicic does that, he'll kick himself for it later on. And he usually doesn't. But that one, I really think J.C. Jackson is going to be a top corner in this well, here, league for a here, lot here, of years If you watch to come. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick will put the money where he knows is right. The McCourty brothers all those years, they restructured their contracts every year. They're, they're not stupid. I'm aware. But at a certain point, the league is changing, yes. and these guys are not going to keep, not going to do that to take pay cuts and whatever. So, right. Bilicek needs to come to a realization: Hey, you know what? At a certain point, dudes aren't going to play here if they know this is what's going to, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, and sign the fucking check. Well, uh, that's that's why their quarterback left. Absolutely, it is because he got tired of taking the back seat all those that's years. That's it. Everybody and I think got we're see more and I'm not and saying more to be more. selfish. Asshole like Aaron Rodgers no. about to make $55 million a year. Yeah. I'm not even saying that. I'm not either. But but you got to pay when, these guys. When you got a guy that won a Super Bowl, that won a fucking Super Bowl, that was making less money than 12 to 13 other quarterbacks in yeah, the league. He was like halfway, yeah. Yeah, that's, come on. I agree. I, I don't even want to fucking go there, but. I hope J.C. Jackson you know what I'm talking for a long about. time, and I think he's. A perfect corner to what, put somebody on an Tom island and force a Here, I'm, you know, I'm going to say it. No, the hell with that. I'm going to say it. Tom Brady was making fourteen dollar, fourteen million a year with Matt Stafford making thirty four. Is that even feasible, dude? No. Is not. that even feasible? And that's Matt Stafford here in Detroit. I mean, you have to not at, at not at the Rams. At yeah, one you look point, at Detroit, that, you say uh, this is a shitty team. If you want to keep me, I want more money. 
Listen, at one point, Stay Joe there. Flacco was the highest paid I, quarterback in football. Who? That was at one point, after. Joe Flacco was the highest paid quarterback in football. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you, see, you see what that did for the Ravens. Right. Just because, of about five years behind. Just be, Right. And you know what's fucked up? I know we've kind of moved away from our defensive thing. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Back into this free agency talk. That transition period where the Lions signed Calvin Johnson, Matt Stafford, and Indomitian Zoo were before the rookie salary cap. Right. Those three guys harnessed the franchise, and this is why you've seen since those guys have left the past 15 years, they've been atrocious because of three contracts. Three. Okay, well, let's not just blame it on three. Oh, I'm not, I'm not blaming you know it on them. I mean, When you're listen, holding on to a guy like Trey Their Flowers. agents got him the money. The Detroit Lions okayed it, blah, blah, blah. But Trey that's Flowers why there's a rookie salary cap. Point. Trey Flowers yeah. is going to be my next Well, there's there's two guys right now that are taking up huge money, Taylor Decker and Trey Flowers. Yeah, that Both was of the, those guys are taking up huge Trisha money. The Quintricia regime. Yeah. yeah, the Trey Flowers signing could probably go down as one of the worst – I remember the day it happened. I was in the shed with you at Gratiot the day it happened. And I was so happy. And you were like, this is going to be the biggest fucking mistake ever. You remember what I told you? You're paying you're paying $18 million a year for seven sacks a year? Yeah. That's all he averaged. Yep. His best year was seven sacks. I mean, give me a break, dude. He They were paying him J.J. Watt money for seven sacks. And to be hit with, fluttered with injury as well. Yeah. He was I, don't know. I would take J.J. Watt over him. Well, anybody would have taken J.J. Watt over him. Anyway, and by the way, the the Lions passed up on Robert Quinn and took somebody atrocious. If we can go back to that draft. Nick Fairley. Nick Fairley, one pick before Robert Quinn. I wanted to throw up when they did that. I wanted to absolutely throw up when the Detroit Lions drafted Nick Fairley over Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn is still playing in the league. I don't even know when Nick Fairley uh, – I, I don't even know what happened with him. Uh, all I know is he was out of the league in about name. four or five years. He's 34 years old. He's not playing anymore. It's six-year career. Done Six in years. 2017. You, you know what the sad thing was about Nick Fairley? He was living off of one good game, national championship game. He I remember had an that. awesome national championship he game. He had an incredible national championship you game. You remember that? That was yep. Cam Newton. Yep. Played in that game, yeah. So, yeah, those are some guys that we needed to uh, highlight on defense by situation. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. And you know what? We're going to do this for the offense again later once we know a little bit more of where dudes are going to end up because, obviously, who yeah, they're playing with the free agent Between the thing. draft and the free agency and this, uh, you don't so know what's going to happen on. right now. Absolutely. So much. Yeah, and next week we're going to get into a little bit more of the free agency talk. We're going to make some predictions on where we think guys are going to end up. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. So now we're going to go to Uncle Sam for our combine recap after a message from our sponsor. Since 1953, Metro Detroiters have trusted one name for all their produce needs. Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable prides itself on providing the freshest and highest quality produce at the absolute lowest prices. There are four locations in Detroit, Dearborn Heights, Westland, and Roseville have a wide variety of ethnic produce from all around the world. One of the few remaining produce-centric markets left in the country, 
I can assure you your time shopping at Joe Randazzo's with its open air and old world market feel will be nothing but an enjoyable one. Coming off of a fresh remodel, cleanliness and safety are priority one with quality, low prices and customer satisfaction being a very close second. Come see why for the last six decades, many have tried to imitate, but no one can duplicate. Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable, serving Detroiters the freshest fruits and vegetables since 1953. So, our resident NFL draft guru, Uncle Sam, watched every second of Combine action from this weekend. <laughs> Just about every second. Just about. I, I, I was really... I, I was enamored by the, the athleticism of this year's group. It just keeps getting better. Uh, they year they get better every year, year after year, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've seen a guy run a five-second uh, five 40 in this in this whole deal. What was that? Did you I, just, <laughs> I just took a video of you and sent it to no, Gary No Football. Okay. I'm going to take one of you here after I pumble you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you can catch me. I, I just... After watching the combine, I want to know who some of your favorite guys were. Obviously, last week you went over with us who you thought the first twelve picks of the draft would be. And, and you know what? And Ten and, guys and I you think love. You could scrap that. <laughs> I, I think you could scrap everything I said because after watching the combine, I I I don't think there's ever been a draft where you do not know who's going to go one overall. Usually, yeah, I mean, last year, everybody knew it was going to be Trevor Lawrence. Usually, everybody knew. You have an idea, most likely, who's going to be number one. Well, you knew Lawrence was going to be one, and then who was two? Uh, The kid from the Jets was, was it the kid from the Jets was two? Uh, What the hell is his name? The quarterback. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Usually, it's a lock who you know is going to be number one, and you know who the top three are going to be. I don't think there's a quarterback going in the first five picks of this draft. I really don't. I don't think so either. Yeah, no. I possibly one. I don't think so though. If it's gonna, if a quarterback is gonna go in the top five, is it gonna be Malik Willis? Yeah, it'll be it's somebody be. reaching for him. Big that time. arm he's got. And listen, I know the guys. The kid's got a great arm. His athleticism is off the charts. I get it. Uh, but he's inconsistent, and I would have to say uh, he has not played against top tier competition. And that, to me, is a red flag. That's a red flag. If you're Before we to... get too deep into it, uh, there's a lot of talk about Kenny Pickett's hands. Do you think that affected his draft well, stock you know, at all? That's Everybody always says that, but Joe Burrow had small hands, too. Joe Burrow did have small hands. And right. we all know what Joe Burrow is. I think everybody should know by now what Joe Burrow is. But the 40 times were where I think there was more guys – faster in this class than I've seen in, in quite a while. That can, that was impressive to me. But the guy uh, the guy to me who who showed everything was this year was Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis is an absolute monster. So this morning you told me that Jordan Davis went from a mid to late first rounder and yes. maybe solidified himself a spot in the top I took 10. Top five. And I saw that he popped up now on the Lions draft board as a possibility at number two. It wouldn't surprise me. If you're going to take a guy like Indomitian Zoo, the most talented tackle in that draft, 
I mean, he's a massive and, dude. And this guy is just a massive dude. 6'6", 341 pounds. And 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 run a sub five flat forty. And that is way sub crazy. Four seven eight forty. Yes. That's insane. Yes. Insane. For a guy that size, he set the record for the long jump, ten feet twenty five inches. Yeah. He set that. He has a thirty two inch vertical. A guy at 350 pounds has a 32-inch vertical. That's crazy, dude. I don't have a... Th- I got a fucking 18-inch vertical. 18? <laughs> you think you get 82 inches off at 250. <laughs> This guy's at 340, and he's he's got a 32-inch vertical. Insane. That's, That's absolutely sick. insane. It's sick. I've seen uh, uh, a couple of the... Uh, some films that I was seeing, and... and uh, Evan Neal, the the offensive tackle for for uh, Alabama. So there's a lot of people who and think I, he I could think go he, one. Huh? There's a lot of people who think he could go number one overall. Well, that's what everybody thinks is that he's going to go number one. I don't, I don't think so. I, I truly think there's been a lot of buzz about Aiden Hutchinson going to going to uh, Jacksonville with that first pick. I I don't think they could pass on a guy like Evan Neal. You need to protect your franchise quarterback. Oh, they there. invested everything in Trevor and, Lawrence. And there, yeah. you know, you invested in him. You invested in another pick in the top running backs of the draft last year. And and if you can't protect these guys, I I wouldn't understand why they would do that. You know, I think, their issues on defense are fixable. Right. I think Evan Neal's pretty much he's phenomenal. He's going to be. I, the I first seen him pick. jumping up on top of these two pads. Uh, one leg forward, one leg back, mm-hmm. and and at three hundred and almost three hundred forty, three hundred fifty pounds, they're four feet in the air, and he jumped on him and had the balance enough to hold his body weight up. To me, that's incredible, because I don't think I could do that in two mill crates. And, <laughs> and, and I, I I think it's absolutely incredible, the the athleticism that these guys show now. Go back into oh, the yeah. past. It's back not even in the day, close. Offensive linemen used to just be big, fat, marshmallow, fluff motherfuckers. Well, uh, they just used to be just big, big. They were just dudes, mad. Right. Isn't there like a yes. thing of they why, were why do they do the forty? They were right, true yeah. offensive linemen. Right. It was always why did offensive linemen do the forty? And you yes. know, I saw something on here about um, his name is Cam Jurgens, the six three, three hundred and seven pound offensive lineman. <laughs> Who makes his own beef jerky? Okay, <laughs> so he ran the fifth fastest time for offensive lineman at a four point nine two forty, and the beef jerky that he makes at home, he brought to hand out to all the coaches he met. He brought beef jerky. Cam Jurgens brought pouches <laughs> of beef, his own homemade beef jerky for all the coaches. See, that's I, a motherfucker you draft. I draft him, draft him on that. the fucking spot. Just yeah. for that. That's a man. You bring me jerky, you're going one you're overall. Going, right, <laughs> fuck it. Pay the man. That's it. Pay you him. go out in the backyard, you Back slaughter the, the cattle, tan that shit, make that jerky, bring it to the... It. He bring brought it to beef me. jerky to the combine. That you gotta awesome. take him. That is awesome. You gotta take him. You know, you know. there's, there's a lot of things about this. Uh, offensive lineman-wise, I think you can see three to four guys go in the first ten picks. Well, yeah, I know there was a guy you really, really liked there. There's there's a guy I like that's really not in the top three. My guy is Ikki Anau. 
You remember him? Yeah, we talked we about him. Say his name. I yeah. think he's the best, the the best offensive lineman in the draft. But there's some guy from a little school, Northern Iowa, and his name's Trevor Penning. This this guy has a nasty streak to him. I was watching some footage of the Senior Bowl with him, and my man was taking top tier defensive ends and whipping them on the ground. I was like, this guy's. I I don't know about you. But if I'm the Detroit Lions and this guy happens to fall to 32, I would take him in a heartbeat. You know why? Because he has a nasty, nasty streak in him. Then he'll just grab you and just rip you onto the ground. I love guys like that. You really well, need these to are sit guys down I want Cam. on my team. On top of that, he ran a 48940 for an offensive Which lineman. is pretty Pretty That's good for a guy 300 pounds. Eight. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. 300, 6'7", 325 pounds. Yes. And, and he's got a... that to him. And he played at Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa. Uh, shout out to uh, Kurt Warner. I believe he played at Northern Iowa. Fact check. College, University of Northern Iowa. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Shout out to, to my man, Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer, Northern Iowa. God bless. But yeah, God I think him. this Pennington dude's gonna be a, a interesting one to watch. Long jump, nine and a quarter feet. That ain't bad. No, it's not bad. Like I said, he ain't gonna get the run that uh Evan Neal's gonna get and, and now Wu is gonna get. He's not gonna get the runs that the big time names are. But this guy, if he's at the bottom of that first round, I'm telling you right now, whoever takes him will not regret it. Will not regret it. Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning. Remember that name. Trevor Penning. Trevor Northern Penning. Iowa. <laughs> Another guy getting a lot of hype from this draft, uh, especially in Detroit now after he said that uh, Barry Sanders was, you know, one of his favorites. and His dad's favorite. He was a big Lions fan growing up. Yeah, his dad's favorite His favorite was, was Calvin. Barry Sanders was Drake London, and I know you love him. He didn't participate in 40 or any of that stuff due to he's, injury. He's coming off a broken ankle. Right. He he didn't even play a full season, and that's what I told you guys the last time on the last episode, was that he only played eight games. And he had 88 catches, over 1,000 yards, and seven touchdowns in eight games. Those are numbers. That's numbers. Yeah. He sit, came in at 6'4 and 219 He led the, led the nation in uh, contested catches at, like, 17. So, that alone. Damn. You th- where do you think he's going to end up going? Like, here, Here's the thing. He went from being obscure to probably mid-first round, mid to upper first round. I mean, he could go in the top ten. His draft stock has just skyrocketed I know. as of the last few weeks. And that's what happens when guys uh, – Here's the thing. The best thing that happened to him right now is he can't do anything. Right. He just can't hurt the, his numbers. You watch yeah. the tape on him. He's incredible. Yeah, he yeah. can't hurt you know? himself. The tape that. tells you everything. Don't get don't get enamored with, with guys running around with their underwear on. You you got to see tape on people. Watch tape. Watch watch the tape on these guys. And there's a corner in this draft coming out. So I, I love this guy, and I think I know where you're going. Ahmad. Ahmad. Ha. Uh-huh. His name might be Ahmad, Ahmad but he's Gardner. not Ahmad. He's got the Ahmad sauce. Gardner. Sauce, sauce Gardner. Saucy Sauce Gardner from, <laughs> Six, from Cincinnati. Pounds. My man is, is an absolute baller. Fast as lightning. Now, if you're going to draft a corner, number three overall, 
you draft a kid like this. Not not like that. What the hell was that kid's name? Jeff Okuda. Oh, Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda never went up against anybody. That kid from Cincinnati did. He had got to go hurt. against everybody. Got hurt. Telling you. Give my Love man give my man one more Love year. Love that kid. He's sorry? Give my man Okuda one more year. Yeah. One I, more. I, I, I would be I would be shocked if he gets more than a year. I would be shocked. Well, he might was coming back. Yeah, there was the rumors start. flying around they might cut him. Yeah. Rumors. Listen to me. Rumors. That was a mistake. Money somehow. That was a mistake when they drafted him, and it's still a mistake yes. now. That was a mistake to draft him. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I would never draft a corner at two or three. Neither ever. would I. Ever. Even, I would even, not. I love Sauce Gardner, too, because I watched highlights on him, and I think he's the real deal. I think he's got the juice. I think he's going to be an elite guy. I still don't think I could take him in the top ten. No, I, I would never take – Deion Sanders went four. And if Deion Sanders went four, you definitely don't take Jeff Akuda at three. <laughs> Everybody knew who Deion – Deion Sanders was wearing Gucci the day he walked out of Florida State with the sunglasses on and the big diamond earrings coming out of college. And this guy, Jeff Akuda was nowhere near – as good as Deion Sanders. The one thing about Sauce Gardner I found interesting, there was a lot of corners who ran sub 4440s. Yes. And he came in at 441. Yes. I, if you're I, take I a, wouldn't worry about that. Go look at Richard Sherman's 40 number. Uh, that is true. Richard that Sherman's true. 40 number was atrocious. There were safeties that were outrunning him. My man ran, what did Richard Sherman run as a 40? 456. 456. Dude, there, there's freaking linemen well, that yeah, run faster. Yeah, they have Earl that. Thomas right underneath him, four four three as a safety. Yeah, yeah. As Marshawn, a safety, Marshawn Cam Lynch Chancer with a four four six nine at six five and two hundred and fifteen pounds. Right. Yeah. Well, Sauce Gardner, that's one. Sauce Gardner, remember that name. Well, another guy getting a lot of hype here in Detroit. We know him. Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. The, the combine just did him good. See, I'm just a I'm a big Michigan guy, but I don't think the Lions should take him. So Aiden Hutchinson. I, 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 I truly think Hutchinson his his forty time was really good. His, his four seven four forty for it was a, it was a good it was a good forty. By the way, him and Thibodeau ran the same forty. The difference is that ten yard sprint. The ten yard sprint means everything. He ran a four six uh a one six two. Within the first 10 yards. It's explosive. That tells you about explosion. Right. Uh, I like that part of it. Uh, Thibodeau's was 158. Wow. So he's a little bit quicker right. off the ball than Hutchinson, which doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but they ran the same 40, which 40s mean nothing. To me, uh, he had a uh, Hutchinson had a great three cone. 6.73 three cone. That, that's the three cone. That's I just that's th I don't think he'll be good here. I, that's here. the number there. I think he needs to go somewhere else. And... Why don't you think well, Hutchinson's it's a good Because it's you fit changing here. direction, the three cone. No, no, no. Bruce is saying not uh, – no. I don't want him Bruce in Detroit. Bruce is saying he's not a good fit for the Lions. And I want to hear well, your opinions on this from both of you. Well, because Listen, I'm actually going Detroit, off of what he said is if, if he's you're the Lions, kind of small, and I don't think he's going to be able to – Say that again. If he adds more weight, you were saying earlier – Well, he's 6'7", 260, so he's not – that thick, he's exactly like six seven two six. No, that's way off. He's six six. Well, they weight they he's weighed six, him six. and measured he yesterday. Was six six and two fifty. 
Unless this is unless he's putting on that much muscle now. Unless he put on know. that muscle. But this Maybe. is this is up to date and it's six seven and two sixty. Okay. Well, I don't think he's that tall. But anyway, he he needs to at least go to about two two seventy five, two eighty muscle to to really here's the thing. Go back, watch the national championship game. That's what I'm and watch how and, and nothing against him. No. I, I think he's a good football player. But this is the thing. When you give Nick Saban a week to scout, you know, a week and a half to scout you, he put up the perfect game plan against him and Ajabu. They were both irrelevant in that game. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt when you got, you know. No, but you got to go nine, off the entire nine guys, season. I you mean, got ten guys out of that team that are going to go probably in the first – 50 picks. You're going to have 10 guys gone from Georgia in the first 50 picks. You're playing against pro-caliber teams. Yeah. And he went up against a pro-caliber offensive lineman. And it, it didn't it didn't look out good for him. To me, it just seemed like he, he was ineffective. Yeah. He wasn't strong enough, and he was ineffective. Where if you look at those, you look at that front seven of Georgia's defense – Every one of them guys are beast. Every one of those guys, they're gonna they're gonna have no bullshit. Five guys go into first round in the first round. Dang. Georgia, wow, watch. Five of those guys are going in the first round. One of them moved his stock from mid to late, all the way up into maybe the top five. Hmm. I, didn't I mean, know that. that to me is huge. That's huge. You're going mid mid to late first round. All of a sudden, you're in the top five. Oh yeah, you're definitely in the top ten. You just doubled, Jordan, Dav- your Jordan Davis will not fall past ten. I don't think so. Will either. not fall past ten. I don't think so either. I I want to say he won't p- fall past five, but I think there's other teams that have different needs that he will because of teams are going to draft for need instead of draft drafting best player on the board. You know. So after so watching- Jordan Davis. Devontae Wyatt, um, who's the other kid? Trayvon Walker. Love him. Oh, I, I truly believe those three are gone in the first 15 picks. You do. N'Kobe Dean. You love N'Kobe. N'Kobe, Dean. I love N'Kobe <laughs> you Dean. You know, a lot of if people I, have I him. would take him at two, and I wouldn't give a shit with anybody. A lot of people have him falling to New England. I know that. Every mock draft I've seen, he's has- going to New England. And I'm thinking to myself... Who better to go to New England than him? Him and Bilicek. Think, think Bilicek of what that would be. He would be awesome. his next uh, uh, Gerard Mayo. Yeah. His next, uh, who was the other? Hightower. Hightower. Brewski. Bruce. It wouldn't Bruce. surprise me to Bruce. see Dean. <laughs> right. Kobe Dean, the next one. Yeah. Sideline to sideline, elite. Elite when it comes to tracking the ball. And I, and I, I don't think that uh, many guys are at his level. I still, he's the best inside guy in his draft, mm-hmm. to me, bar none. So let's let's do this based on team need and what you saw at the combine this weekend. Who do you think is gonna? Who do you think the Jaguars are taking first overall? I, if if they're gonna take Hutchinson, from what everybody's saying, that's fine. I think they should go with Evan Neal. Evan Neal is is can play both tackle spots. He's played both spots. I don't think you can pass that up. You have to protect their investment. They have, and 
invested in a top quarterback and running back, and their offensive line needs help badly. Okay, with Evan Neal off the board, who do you think the Lions are taking at second? The second pick, believe it or not, and I'm sure a lot of people ain't going to agree with me, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. So you still so I, I think they're going to take Kayvon Thibodeau. I wouldn't would either. Way early that. on, everybody thought they were going to take Thibodeau, and then Hutchinson got hot. Yep. Everybody thought it was going to be Hutchinson, and now I'm hearing all this stuff today about the guy Jordan Davis possibly going there. Yeah. So I, I don't think, think it's wrong either way. I don't think it's wrong. Well, out of those three, Hutchinson's my least favorite. I would rather them see, see them take Thibodeau, but you still think they're going to go Thibodeau. I think they're going to go Thibodeau. There, there's, listen, you take Hutchinson there, if he's there's still a there. Huge, uh, there's guys that are familiar with each other. Uh, Penny Sewell, who played with Thibodeau for the past few years. Right. Um, I, I think that that's going to have an influence. Absolutely. That's going to have an influence. He had to go up against Thibodeau in practices. He knows what kind of guy Thibodeau is. So all these reports on Thibodeau not being not want uh, not putting out effort, this that. I don't buy that. So you I don't buy that at all. Like a Joe Burrow kind of influencing Jamar Chase. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I think you're you, you, more you don't and think more that, that more of that. No. Yeah. Joe Burrow's input like on Jamar Chase was. Was top notch for the Bengals. Absolutely, I think you're going to see was. more and more of that. So I, I think it's Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, I think a really good guy in his draft might fall to five or six. Well, hold on now. Three Houston Texans need quarterback, but not a particularly they great don't quarterback. Need quarterback. Class. Davis Mills is more than sufficient, and and as a quarterback he's, for that, he team. showed some signs of life. He's, down the he's very good. But they're they're another team that needs help. In the offensive line. And I truly think they're going to go offensive line. So who do you think's going there? Maybe a Nick Icky Anagua. Maybe him. There's another guy. There's a few other of those uh, uh, tackles and guards. But I think they're going O-line. They need to go O-line. They got to fix their problems there. Their defense was very good yesterday, last year, especially toward the end of the year. They were playing real well defensively. They beat, uh, they beat Jacksonville. They beat uh not saying No, they beat a good team too. Who did they beat last year? Chargers, they won. They beat Jacksonville week one. Jacksonville. They beat they won at Tennessee week eleven. They beat Jacksonville again and they beat the Chargers. They beat the Chargers right at yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. Shit, they beat the Chargers, dude. Chargers were a good football team. They were playing for a playoff spot. They lost to them. Listen, Houston needs a lot of help. So they need do a lot you of think help. they're gonna they go? They need a lot of help. I think they're going oh. offensive line. Okay. Uh, the Giants? No, the Jets are next. Who do you think the Jets, the Jets are taking at four? Well, here's the thing with the Jets. You got to. They need an edge rusher. I'm sorry. They need an edge rusher. The Jets have good young guys. I they had a think... guy who was hurt all year that didn't even play. Jack Lawson, or not Lawson? Uh, uh, Lawson. Carl Lawson. He was hurt in the preseason last year. He's their number one pass rusher, and he Guess was hurt what? early in the year. Whoever the Lions don't take between. Hutchinson and uh, Thibodeau, be, if he's there, I think they're taking be. him. Could be Hutchinson. I think they're going to take it. It could be uh, could be Kyle Hamilton. They could be taking Kyle Hamilton with that spot, the Jets. They haven't been, They need somebody to replace uh, Jamal Adams. They need somebody to replace Jamal Adams there. So he might go there. I don't know. Possibly. And then what do you got? The Giants, Giants are next? Giants at fifth. Yep. Now, here's the thing with the Giants. The top five picks. The Giants did not pick up Daniel Jones's option. So you think Malik Willis is going right here? 
he could. See, it's one of three guys. Sam Carell from Ole Miss. It's either him, Malik Willis, or if they're going to go Kenny Pickett there. Well, I think that they could use offensive line. They could use. They need everything. They need everything. They need everything. They need everything. So if I'm them, I'm going. If I'm keeping that fifth pick because you turn around, it's the whole thing is is they pick again uh, at. Uh, I think they pick again at eight. So if right, you, and then the Jets are picking at ten. Right. If you're at five, I don't think you need to take a quarterback because I don't think Carolina is going to take either. one. I don't think it's you're going to have any go there. Yeah. So I think they're going to take offensive best line. available between offensive line and edge rusher. Giants pick at five and seven. So whoever they don't get at five, they'll be able to get at seven because I right. don't think Carolina is going to go. With well, what's uh, uh, you know, Carol? What's Carolina going to do? Carolina is this is this is where the free agency aspect comes in to make these decisions in the draft. You want to know who I think has, is a good fit at Carolina? Your boy from USC, Drake London. Give Donald somebody to toss the ball to outside of DJ Moore. I'd be so upset. Yeah, because that's about all they got is DJ Moore. Right. I want yeah. Drake London here. I think oh, I don't I don't hate that. No. But they need a, they need a court they need to fix their quarterback situation. I think they're gonna run it with Donald. I do. I think they yeah. need to get pieces around. This is the thing. I don't think Donald's scrub like Josh Rosen was. Okay. So I think if they continue to put pieces around him, is Donald going to win you a Super Bowl? Probably not. But he's, How, he's You know what? You really can't say that. Did Trent Delfer win a Super Bowl? Yes. Did Matt Stafford win a Super Bowl? Yes. <laughs> so you don't have to be great <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. I, it's already been proven. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco. Hello, <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, dude. Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. Terry Bradshaw was not Joe Flacco an elite NFL quarterback. So. Very serviceable. Phil Simms, not an elite quarterback, won Super Bowls. You don't have to be great to win. Would you say Ben Roethlisberger is an elite quarterback? Uh, in his prime, yeah. In his prime, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was. He was. He was pretty good. Yeah, pretty damn pretty good. good. He's you know? in his prime. But you don't have to be an elite guy to win a Super Bowl. That's already been proven. Jim McMahon won a Super Bowl. I don't know who that is. Uh, Google Jim McMahon, please. We don't need to know who Jim McMahon is. Uh, Jim McMahon, McMahon actually Vince shaves McMahon. his head now, and he's pretty cool. But back in the day, he had one of the nicest bullets you would ever see. Nothing better than a good mullet. Oh, yeah, I, now he looks yeah. like Bruce's picture on the now website. He looks like Bruce. He looks like a human but penis. But actually, when you see when he played, he wow, had the mullet. There he is smoking dope. There's a bunch of pictures of him That's smoking it. dope. Look at yeah. that. Smoking God. Right. Is there anybody cooler than Jim McMahon? He's hanging out with Michael Jordan. <laughs> Wait a oh. second. Well, hey, that is some uh, that is some top-tier draft coverage. Why does he look so I ho- familiar? I hope you think so. Yeah. Like- hey, listen, I'm excited. I want to see what's going to happen in the draft. I think free agency is really going to put a twist oh, on the draft big time. You're going to see a lot of teams doing things they would not normally do. Like right. some of these teams, like uh, New Orleans, Carolina, all these teams, Washington, all these teams need quarterback. The Giants, they're going to move on from Daniel Jones. You don't think they're going to draft a guy now? I don't Could know. If, be. I don't know if they're hundred percent sold on getting rid of Daniel Jones yet. So I think I think he's got the sauce. Well, I, I think, think if you don't sauce, take that but... that option, you're you're pretty well uh 
Made your mind up. We're gonna see. I mean, he ain't no. They have one more. They have one more year. Uh, he has one more year there. Right. right. Yeah. So. So I I still think that if a guy they don't pay here, I'll give you the scenario. If you remember Kirk Cousins in Washington, they never picked the option up on him. All they would do is franchise him. They franchised him twice, and that's when they came out with the rule: you can't do a third franchise. Right. Yeah. Because of that. When a, when a team doesn't pick up that option on you, usually means that they're going to move on. Well, I think it, it says, it, I mean, Dak Prescott. You didn't, you didn't see the Cowboys pick the option up on him? No. Yeah. And then they ended up getting They franchised him. him. Yeah, and then they got signed to a massive then they had to oh. Then they had to sign him. Right. Well, that's. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think uh, anybody's as stupid as the Dallas Cowboys are. Jerry Jones. God bless you, Jerry Jones, but you know what? You need to hire somebody to run it. Call Jimmy Johnson and beg him to come back. Well, that was some incredible draft coverage. We had a lot of good content today regarding who we think are our best situational guys at defense. And with all the swirling stuff with this franchise tag thing, uh, we're going to keep you updated. You'll hear from us next week on what happened. This week is going to be chock full of big news. Oh, it's, going the be, tag, it's going to be incredible. I can't between, wait. The combine was awesome. Please bring it to Detroit. That's what they're saying. Possibly coming to Detroit, the combine. The draft. Or draft I'm sorry, the draft. Bring the draft to Detroit. God bless the USFL. I can't <laughs> wait for it to start. I'm excited. I can't wait. Jordan Davis, go to USFL. All you top 10 picks, go to USFL. Don't go to the NFL. Go to USFL. Great. You know what this means, right? What? You're going to be in Birmingham, Alabama every weekend this summer I, to I cover would love to go to the Birmingham, USFL Alabama. games for us. I you and Bruce. To go there. You, Bruce, and B. I'm Hall are going to pile into the Jeep and go down to Birmingham <laughs> every weekend. Oh, I'm not going anywhere with Bruce. I will drown him in the swamp. But anyway. Okay. There we go. I, that was a little I, I've harsh. enjoyed this week. Thank you for having me. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, USA. Okay. And uh, hopefully you guys... Guys, take a listen. If you have any questions, go to our website. Ask us some questions. I'm ready to answer all questions. Some you know feedback. what? We're we gonna need some after feedback. this episode feedback, comes baby. out, we're gonna post on our socials, uh, and we're gonna do a little segment called uh, "Ask the Tugboat and Ask Uncle Sam" in next week's episode. Peggy, I didn't touch your son too, by the way. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tipped Balls Podcast. Make sure you're following us on our socials for tons of news and updates and to know everything that's happening in the NFL. Insta and Twitter, at Tipped Balls. TikTok, at Tipped Balls Podcast. Like us on Facebook, and make sure you are downloading our episodes and following us either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Make sure to tune in again next week, where we will be going over every and anything that happens in free agency and giving you more updates on where your favorite players are going. Also, Uncle Sam will be back with more Combine coverage, and the tugboat will probably say some more stuff that you really don't care about. Make sure to listen next week. Thanks again. Am I perfect?